back to another episode of GWA. I'm Heike. And I'm Neg. And, and we're girls with anxiety. with anxiety. Um, Happy fall, you guys. Happy fall. I can't believe it's fall. It's I fall. know. I know. Hopefully all of the fires will be contained and no more will come. And we will get nice cold weather and rain and... Nice fall things over yes. here on the West Coast. Yes, definitely. Um, yeah. On that note, thanks for all of the first responders and everybody Absolutely. responding Thank, to yeah. the fires. That's scary work. And yes, where would we be without them? Exactly. Um, it's nice to like finally see good, good air quality or better air quality yeah. coming around the block. I have a friend in Portland, and it's. She said it's been raining up there, so oh. that's. That's, That's so good. Nice. I hope it's uh, helping with the fires and uh, washing away the smoky air. Yeah, absolutely. Um, yeah, so before we get started, you guys, if you can, please subscribe, rate, review. It helps us out. Um, follow us on Instagram if you're not already. I think you probably are if you found the podcast, but yeah. if not, Girls with Anxiety podcast. Um and then also we have a newsletter coming out, so make sure to click the link in our bio just to get subscribed to that. Um, we'll just have one coming out like once monthly, um, definitely with our guest. And you know, we're not—it's not spam. You might have to check your junk folder for it. Yeah, and our first one is coming out on October eighth, so make sure you subscribe. Yeah, before then. Yeah. Um, so on today's podcast, we have a guest, but we're just going to kind of go through like little quick updates within Heike and I's lives and then um, tell you a little bit about our guest and we'll get started. Yeah. So hi, Neg. How are you? <laughs> um, I'm good. Just honestly recovering from sinus infection-ish thing, thinking that's what it is. And yeah, just trying to relax and um, not move too quickly with anything in life. But that's been like my life lesson for my whole life. So still working on it. Um, yeah, just trying to enjoy as much as I can and not be as stuck in the future or the past. How I like about that. you? I'm good. You know, nothing too new happening over here. Um, just, I've been painting a few walls in the in the loft, so that's exciting. My hands hurt for like three days after because mm-hmm. the the ceilings are twelve feet Huge. high, and I did it by myself because Jake was working. So I was like on a eight foot ladder, like standing on top of not on top of it, but like this the last, last part where you last can step and um I almost fell dropped a paintbrush so that was fun that's so scary I know I was like if Nick could see me she would tell me to get down I would <laughs> but luckily I had a really big like extender so I was able to um be lower be lower and paint with that but I think that's what hurt my hand because I was like gripping it really tightly um you should post some pictures on the uh, I will did. yeah I will and then oh I have had not one but two sessions with my new therapist and she is 
so amazing. She's exactly what my friend described her as, as a warm hug. Mm. So I've only had two sessions with her. And out of those two sessions, I've gotten more than I have with my last therapist that I had for like a two months. So um, she's wonderful. That's so good. It's it's so amazing. And I'm like, oh, okay, okay, okay. This is how it's supposed to feel. Yeah. Like she cares and is really receptive and like giving me good feedback. It's like I'm not getting the tools yet because she's we're still like um learning about each other. Learning about each other. Sure. So but I've like already learned so much about myself within those two sessions. I was like, holy shit, that makes sense. Okay. And sometimes I feel like the tools come out like it's not so much a um a process of okay, this is what you do when this situation presents itself, which obviously it can be, Mm -hmm. but sometimes it's like when you're just talking to somebody who's unbiased and can just listen and let you get your thoughts out, it can even, like, you almost are like, oh, that's what I need to do. So you'll start to, like, see, but that makes me really happy. Thank you. So see, people, don't give up on therapy. Don't give up. See, like, I'm proof. You can find the right therapist for you. Yeah. Um, yeah, that's that's about it. Um, I am a little tired today because I cannot be trusted with a free trial subscription of any streaming mm-hmm. platform because I will just stay up and watch shitty <laughs> reality TV. But I watched watch? I watched the em- I wanted to watch the Emmys last night. Oh yeah. Um and Zendaya won for best lead actress in a drama series. So that's all that matters. Was it for Euphoria? Yeah. Yeah. She's the second black woman to win that category and the youngest. Oh, wow. Yeah. Gosh, she's only the second? Mm Mm-hmm. I know. That's crazy. That's so crazy. I know. Yeah, it makes me a little mind blown because I'm like, wait, (laughs) but how long have the Emmys been happening? And that's, that's, she's the second. Exactly. Um, crazy well that's cool I never can like I'm could never do those trial ones I mean I've done them before but I feel like I always forget to cancel yeah I'm not on the YouTube TV because it's $64 a month so I am tracking it so I have like a few more days to catch up on my shitty Bravo TV uh, reality TV I'm watching below deck med right now um stayed up till one o'clock watching it last night that's why i cannot be trusted with this i cannot i cannot have cable because i'll watch this i know so um (laughs) yep (laughs) reality tv baby yeah just sucks my brain cells out yeah i know sometimes it's like interesting or fun to numb out on like the Paris Hilton documentary, though that one was really oh, good. Oh my god! That, I think I'm, I think I'm gonna rewatch it on the YouTube TV because I think it might there might be like extended footage or what. yeah. But if you guys have not watched that documentary yet, like we highly recommend it. It's yeah, incredible and what like a powerful mm-hmm. human being she is mm-hmm. to. 
to yeah, like it gives you a new perspective yeah. on, on her as a person and versus like what media has um, given us to portray about her. Yeah, like what she did was to protect herself. Yeah, so it's really interesting. It's so good. Do you have any new products that you love or anything like that? Um, my new product that I'm loving right now is I got two new lip glosses. Oh yeah, from Tower Twenty Eight, and they're like from their new drop of the um, milky, their milky shine lip glosses. I think yeah, that's they're really they're pretty. Yeah, and I got the color cashew and oat, and they're just inspired by like alternative milk options. So they have almond and coconut as well. Oh, how um, cute. Yeah, but I love them, and I just love that they're uh, a clean product and um, based out of L.A. in Venice. And What's it called again? Tower 28. Tower 28. And yeah. they're sustainable, so I really yeah, love that. I do too. And they smell good. They're really pretty colors, though. I mean, like, I'm not going out, and when I do go out, I'm wearing a mask, so it's a little silly that I bought lip glosses, but I just loved them, and yeah. I'm a huge uh, uh, yeah, skincare beauty junkie, so I, I wanted to give it a try, and I, I love them. Yeah, they're really pretty. They're, like, a really pretty, like, nude color, but, like, yeah. dark nude. Or I guess natural tone is really what I'm getting at yeah definitely um but what about you what are your cravings with with baby girl honestly like nothing right now nothing yeah it's so weird like I mean I think I've said it before like I never really like took the time to like envision being pregnant really but I have obviously thought about it and been like I wonder what it'd be like will I be like wanting McDonald's or will I be like healthy and I, my food just hasn't really like there's some days where I'm more hungry than others but it hasn't really changed like I, I mean you know like I've always yeah. eaten like really well and sometimes like a bird where I don't eat at all and I don't know so yeah nothing really at the moment um and having a sinus infection I'm sure doesn't help that at all absolutely yeah product wise I still I mean, I literally just use coconut oil and my one love organic, like, face wash. And then I have, like, two – I use, like, natural shampoo and conditioner and Dr. Bronner's body wash. Like, very, 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 very simple. Oh, but you did get a new match, or you did get a mattress for baby. That's a new product. Yes, it's going to take a while, and I'm I'm excited. I've heard good things about this company by Avocado Green, um, and it's made in LA, which I really like, and it's like all certified to like be good for free of like allergens and toxic um, chemicals. Which is, I mean, it's just when you think about it, you're like, why isn't this just like the standard everywhere? Especially so for get, babies. Yeah. Um, so, and I think now, nowadays, people are, like, waking up and being, like, okay, like, you have to have a standard, especially for kids. I mean, that's, I got um, my crib, and that's why I chose the crib that I did, too, because it was Green Guard certified, and I, I mean, no problem if anybody thinks anything. I just, I worry about, like, at the end of the day, like, even painting your room, like, fumes come out. Like, you have mm -hmm. to, like, still ventilate and 
remember those things, but I'm just a stickler for. You want what's best for your baby. Yeah. So really lucky that my, um, my mom got me that as a gift. And, um, so her mattress will be here. I'm glad I got those ordered. I was having a panic attack about not having everything here on time. Yeah. And those are big things. So yeah, exactly. I'm like, the last thing I need is to, to not have her crib because I know some people don't have their babies in cribs very early. I plan on having my kid in the crib as soon as it's feels safe to. Um, I'm not somebody who will sleep with my baby. I sleep really hard and it's just not a safe safe space for me with a kid in the bed. Seems scary. Um, but you know, yeah, so I got a mattress, so that's exciting. It's my first time I ever bought a mattress. (laughs) That that wasn't from a friend, (laughs) but I guess my mom bought it. So she's been buying my mattresses since I was a kid. (laughs) I love it. Thanks mom. Yeah. Thanks mom. Um, but anywho, side note or real note is, um, this, this week's episode. Yeah. We had, um, on the podcast, we have um, Melissa King on today. Yeah, we hope enjoy. you enjoy. Today on the podcast, we have Melissa King. She is a primal health coach and owner of Honey Bee Wellness. Having gone through her own trials of anxiety, Melissa has found her way around coping by incorporating whole foods and the power of exercise. Melissa offers one-on-one coaching, group coaching, personal training. Listen along to hear about what a primal health coach is, who Melissa is, and what she believes in and who she's all about. So, hi. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, (laughs) ladies. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Thank you for coming on. on. Yeah, we're so excited. So, Melissa, do you want to tell us about yourself? Yeah. So, I, you know, like you said in the intro, I've, you know, had lots of challenges with anxiety. You know, growing up, I was always an anxious kid. I remember being sensitive and you know, just always having that underlying anxiety, no matter what was happening. And then um, in high school, I was always active as a kid too. I grew up in the eighties and nineties. So we were, we did outside doing stuff. (laughs) Yeah. Riding our bikes, running around with our friends. Uh, We didn't like, we didn't even have cable TV until very late eighties, early nineties, probably. Cause my dad was like, no, you guys go play outside. Yeah. Uh, yeah, and then we did have like an intent, like the original Nintendo <laughs> Amazing. console. Yeah, we did get that eventually. But I remember, like, my parents weren't big on TV, and you know, we had to turn the t- uh, turn off the TV when we had dinner. My dad was very adamant about that, and so I, I just um, grew up, you know, out running around yeah. with my friends and my siblings, and then I played sports. I played softball. I swam competitively for one season in junior high and ran track in high school. And I actually decided to take a weightlifting class for women in high school rather than do just general PE. Yeah. Yeah, it was really cool. And then I just, then I just, in high school, I became fascinated with like how the body works, how to build muscle and really into like nutrition and fitness. And so when I graduate, graduated from high school, I thought mm, maybe I should get into like the health and wellness field. And 
I was like, mm, nah, I don't really want to do that. And a year into college, I switched majors to, uh, from like a health and wellness program to finance, which I don't know why looking back, <laughs> but you know, everything happens for a reason. And I'm totally like my, my journey has been really amazing. I've learned a lot from it, but, um, and then fast forward to, you know, college, a couple years into college, I had ended a relationship. Well, he really ended it. And then it was really a mutual thing. It wasn't a healthy relationship. Um, so I, then after that though, I just kind of like, I went into this deep depression and, you know, like I said before, I'd always struggled with anxiety and depression, but then after we split up, it was just really not a healthy relationship to be in. It was not a healthy breakup. And I just, I just took it really hard and you really were able to like face your depression and anxiety like head on. At that yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. And then I started eating more. And then of course I was in college. So I was partying with my girlfriends yeah. and, yeah. you know, put on some weight. And then when I graduated from college, moved out on my own, I, you know, had was like 20 pounds heavier. And I was like, oh my gosh, this, I am not okay with this. Yeah. Yeah. And so I just thought, well, I'm just going to cut back like on my portion size and stop drinking so much. And, and the, and the I, funny thing is the whole time I was still exercising oh, yeah. while I was gaining the 20 pounds. Oh, wow. So I was like, something's like, off. something wasn't, yeah, yeah. exactly. Yeah. Something's off. Something's not adding. This isn't adding up. This doesn't make any sense to me. So I ended up just cutting back on my portion sizes. I dropped about 15 pounds and I, I don't know the time frame, but I did that and then made a big move. I grew up in Reno, Nevada, and then made a big move in 2010 and moved down here to Thousand Oaks, Southern California. And then a year, less than a year after I moved down here, I met my husband and we started dating about six months later after we met. And then he, on our first date, we just went out for drinks after dinner one night and he said, so I do, I live like a primal paleo lifestyle. And I was like, I excuse me, what is that? <laughs> yeah, excuse me. <laughs> exactly. And this is 2012. So it was before yeah. keto and all this stuff got really big. Yeah. And I was like, okay, what is like, I don't understand that. Like, what does that mean? And he yeah. said, well, I really focus on eating whole real nutrient dense food you know, moving my body frequently, getting adequate sunshine, making sure I go to bed at a decent time and all this stuff. And I was like, oh, okay, that sounds cool. I can get on board with that. And then he said, yeah. So for example, I had bacon and eggs for dinner and I cooked the eggs in the bacon grease and then I poured the extra bacon grease on my eggs. And I was like, oh my God, that's so disgusting. Who is this guy? And I had met him. I was working in insurance at the time and he was a, his family was a, a client of the agent oh. I was working for. And they'd been clients for like years, like 30 years. So the agent I worked for, he's like, oh no, he comes from a great family. He's a really good guy. Yeah. So it wasn't like it was just some random guy, but I was still like, who the is this guy? <laughs> You're like, yeah, he might be a great guy, but he pours bacon grease on his eggs. So please explain this. To yeah, me. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Um, so anyway, I ended up going out with him again. Um, 
ended up roping me into a second date, which <laughs> is a conversation for another time. But anyways, but no, but and then, you know, now we're married. And so anyways, when I when we met, when we started dating, I was training for my first half marathon. And I was like, wow, I was actually really intrigued yeah. by his lifestyle. And when I had told him, hey, I'm training for this half marathon. And he said, well, I can teach you how to modify your workouts to where you don't train as hard, but you're and get you can get better results. Yeah. And I was like, okay, that <laughs> is good. I like that. Because I was working full time, you know, and in insurance and I had a Mary Kay business on the side. So I was I was busy. I didn't have a lot of I didn't want to spend uh, yeah, I didn't want to spend all my free time yeah. working out. Um, totally. as much as I love working out. So he helped me do that. And then, so this was in April and then by September, actually by like July, I had, I had leaned up so much that I had, I was like 10 pounds lighter or something. Wow. And I didn't even like my, so my intention going into it was I'm going to modify my workout so I don't have to train as hard and I can you know, increase my fitness level and get stronger and yeah, um, with less work, doing less mm-hmm. work. And I did that. But then I also leaned up. I lost weight. Like people, pe- family who hadn't seen me in a while were like, are you okay? Like, <laughs> who is this guy? And is he okay? Like, what's he making you do? <laughs> and it was just so comical. And we, you know, joke about it. We've been joking about it since then. But um because really, but, you were eating more in a way, like, or eating better? Like, I was it- eating, yeah. So I was eating better and I cut out really like the breads and a lot of the processed food. I wasn't eating a lot of processed food to begin with. My mom always made vegetables for dinner and we ate whatever she made or we didn't eat yeah. oh, dinner. Yeah. That's how my mom was. So you eat what I cook or you just don't eat. Yeah. And so that's the way I grew up. So, and I just, I love vegetables. I love eating like a big ass salad. Yeah. I love that. That's my um, favorite but, too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So I just cut out the bread and a lot of the processed food and cut back on alcohol for a little while. And it was not that I was drinking a lot at that, right. at this time in my life, but, uh, but yeah. And then, so I leaned up, but then I also noticed that my anxiety levels went down and I was like, Hmm, there's something to this. So I looked into it some more, did some more research and was like, oh, wow, all these processed foods and the way we live our life, like not getting good sleep, all this other, you know, this crappy lifestyle that we all tend to live Mm -hmm. is like increasing our anxiety and depression and not only negatively affecting our physical health, but our mental health as well. So, and then I got... Uh, my health coach certification and personal trainer. And now I'm just doing what I love to do. That's now so here awesome. we are. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. So obviously your husband introduced you into the primal health coaching. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, so like, how did you, cause you are transitioned out of finance. Is that correct? Yeah. It, okay. Yeah. So I quit, I left the insurance industry in 2015, 2014 nice. actually. Yeah. So it's been a while. Yeah. That's awesome. I mean, just to be able to 
A, follow what actually works for you and be able to implement that into other people's lives. Um, when did you start your business too? Like for your business, the honeybee verse, um, and then incorporating the primal health coaching with um, your personal mm -hmm. training. When did all of that come out? And if you want to tell our listeners exactly like what you do for that and where, like how they can, um, like what you services you'd offer too. Yeah. So I it initially, my, my business initially started as really just a blog with some recipes on it. And, uh, cause I love cooking. And one of the reasons why I loved like tweaking my eating style is I was able to tr experiment with new recipes. And that's yeah. one thing I love to do in the kitchen. Um, so uh, yeah, so it started out as like a blog slash recipe, like a recipe blog. And then once I kind of got the courage to actually start coaching people, then I slowly started coaching, it. transitioned into added coaching into it. Um, so that was, that was about 2016. So about four years ago. Oh, wow. That's, That's amazing. so cool. Yeah. I love that. Um, how would your like anxiety manifest? Like when you were like, was it just like a sensation? Like when you were younger, like just like a sensation of like almost just kind of not at ease. And like, even like as an adult, like going through college and even now, like, do you still have like little bouts of it or how does mm -hmm. it, how does it feel to you? Um, yeah. And, and or depression. Mm -hmm. Yeah, that's a really great question. So as a kid, I remember, I remember like going to sleepovers with my girlfriends and just like they'd be teasing me and I just didn't handle it very well. I took a lot of things personally and then I'd like, you know, <laughs> cry and, you know, it's like, come yeah. on, we're kids, yeah. you know? And then also in junior high, I had really bad acne. Like, oh, thanks, thanks to my dad, because um, my dad's <laughs> yeah. side of the family, like all of us, all of us cousins, grandkids, we all have, we've all had challenges oh, wow. with acne. Uh, my mom's side, like nothing. Everyone has like <laughs> clear skin. Um, uh, so I used to get teased a lot uh, for that in so junior hard. high. Yeah. So that, that really, I still have a little bit of PTSD from that. Mm -hmm. Um, so that caused my, you know, that would increase my anxiety and it would just, I would just, um, like have like a really uneasy feeling like something's not right. Yeah. Did you feel like, did you know that you were having anxiety when you were younger? Cause I feel like in the eighties and nineties, like no one spoke about anxiety. So it's you're strange. just kind of like, what am I feeling? Mm -hmm. Like, what is, what is this feeling that I have inside that like, I can't really express or explain it. And I don't know if someone else has it as well, because I don't want to feel like I'm losing my mind if so I tell true. someone, you know, so it's like, how did you, you know, Decipher how did you deal with, yeah, how did you deal with it as a, at a young age when it was not normalized at all? I, I didn't deal with it. Honestly, I just, I, cause I didn't know. Yeah. And my parents, I don't remember my parents ever like being like, oh, Melissa's anxious. She needs to, you know, we, we need, need to, to take her to this. the doctor, yeah. Yeah. you know, help her. And, and I think a lot of it was, it wasn't because my parents didn't, you know, 
love you. Love or, me or anything. Yeah. It's just that, you know, they just didn't know. Yeah, because um, it just, like, wasn't spoken about at all. Right. Like, I think in high school, I finally realized, like, what I was feeling was anxiety. I was like, oh, anxiety. I don't even remember how, like, I stumbled upon the word anxiety to, like, even realize that that's what I was having. But I was just like, to finally, like, put a name to, like, what I was feeling just kind of made me feel better. Not that it ever went away, but it was just like, okay, so I'm not alone and I'm not uh-huh. losing my mind. Mm-hmm. Like, this is what it is. So it's like, yep. or you're just like prescribed something crazy. I mean, like that still is happening now, but like, yeah. oh, like you have ADD or something like that. They like put a different name to it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Um, well, it's interesting because, so I didn't really do anything about it, but I remember my dad having high anxiety and my dad is like a control freak like me. <laughs> and well, I guess I'm, I guess it would be, I'm like him. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but I remember after one therapy session, one of my therapy sessions, like years ago, I think this is the first therapist I saw. I came home and told my mom and yeah, she said that I have control issues. She's like, yeah, duh. Hello. <laughs> You're just like your dad. I could have told you that. Well, said my husband can attest to that too, because he always, you know, calls me micromanaged sometimes because I'm like, <laughs> I need to control it, especially in the kitchen, you know, when he's cooking, I'm like, cause that's my territory. And I'm like, I have to control it. Other, I'm like, you're not doing it right. Like you're not cooking, you're not cooking the vegetables right. You're like, that's not how you cut a green bean. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so now that our new rule is not to digress too much, but our new rule is I have to get the F out of the kitchen when he's cooking. I so. like it. That's the new rule he 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 implemented about three months I love ago. Because I just drive him crazy with that with my control. Yeah. But um, anyways, um, <laughs> I know it's funny. I'm like, man, if like any outsiders like were in our house, they'd be like, "Why do you let him talk to you like that?" They're like, "But you don't understand. Like, I'm controlling him. So it's like, why?" Does he let me talk to him? Like, yeah, <laughs> he needs to. Yeah, exactly. He needs to. And it's all, you know, fun and games, but yeah. uh, he really he's like, is. Trying, he's like, I'm trying to do something nice for you and cook for you. And you're just over my shoulder. <laughs> I know. I know. I know. That's funny because I'm like, I'm just not. I like to cook, but I have to be by myself. Like, I can't have people in the kitchen with me because I don't like them staring at me. I don't mm. like them asking me questions. Like, nothing. You cannot. Because I feel controlled. I'm like, uh-uh. I need my own space. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I get that, you know. I I get that. So, I'm that same way, too, with other things. So, um, but, <laughs> yeah. So, but, anyways, going back to, like, you know, you about asking about like how I dealt with my anxiety. Mm -hmm. So when in high school, it really helped that I was active. Yeah. You know, that I ran track and I did weights because I was, you know, I was really active all the time. And, and then when I had started dating, um, the ex, the ex, yeah, we'll call him the ex, uh, right after I graduated from high school, a year later, we got engaged and I, Like all this anxiety came up for me and I felt really depressed. Yeah. And I was, so I went to my uh, general practitioner because I was like, I just don't feel right. And she's prescribed me antidepressants. And I I remember it was Effexor. I don't even know if that drug's still around, but 
it's, and I was like, oh my gosh, like this is bad. And then the side effects of the drug though were awful. It was, I was like, I might as well just not take it. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And it's like, I understand like I'm for taking medication when needed, but like when you're prescribed that like right off the bat, it's like, no, like you need to give people tools to understand Mm -hmm. how to to handle their anxiety. And if there is some brain chemical imbalance, yes, please, please Mm -hmm. take that to help, but don't prescribe it right off the bat. You need to like work through and get some tools, I I think. No, I agree too. I Mm -hmm. I feel like you have to like, I I mean, granted, I'm not a doctor or anything, so I don't want to overstep, but I just feel like a GP, a general practitioner, is a general practitioner. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And if they're going to prescribe you medications, also give you a referral to a therapist. Exactly. Yep. Or a psych, you know, like psychiatrist of like, hey, I'm going to give you these, but I want this doctor to take it over from here because mm-hmm. along with taking medications, you have to be talking to somebody or exactly working through it so that we can always monitor. Because I, mm-hmm. I get, I think, again, like you said, Heike, like, of course, like, why de- why deprive yourself of something exactly. that your body needs if you have a chemical imbalance or if yeah, you need like, extra help? Don't deprive like, yourself of no. it. And never feel ashamed that you have to take mm-hmm. medication, but you need to find the help that like also goes with it. Mm-hmm. You know? Or yeah. just like, please, doctors, don't just prescribe something like five minutes meeting someone. Like, yeah. Gotta, yeah. 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 I, I totally agree with you 100% on that. Um, it. And a lot of that, I, I I also feel like back then, I mean, this was in 2000, so this was 20 years ago, like this whole food can help you and food can do, decrease your anxiety and get good sleep. That wasn't like mainstream. It wasn't no. in mainstream yeah. media at that point. So for me personally, that was my first instinct was to go see my general practitioner. Yeah. And absolutely. I didn't know. And I and then after we had split up, I would just, my sister, I just had all these like emotional breakdowns. And finally this big one I had, my sister just said, just go see a therapist. You have to go see a therapist. So a friend of ours referred me to one and we ended up, you know, clicking right away. She was really great. And she, the first, the first session, she said, okay, you need to wean yourself off the antidepressants because those you can't, do you want to take right for you. Yeah. Do you want to yeah. take antidepressants the rest of your life? And I was like, well, no, I don't. Mm-hmm. So she, she helped me work through a lot of my issues and it wasn't just issues, you know, emotional issues with my ex. It was, you know, other issues from my childhood that right. I hadn't worked through. And so that really kind of helped me jumpstart. And after that, I was like, oh my gosh, everyone needs to go see a therapist at some point in their life. Mm -hmm. I I feel like I say it like we say it all the time, all the time. And I do like what um, you said and mentioned that like she helped you as far as like, I think it's so important for people to like, if they don't want to be on medication anymore, do not do that by yourself. You have to talk to your doctor. Like, you are not trained at, to 
monitor your body that way and they do have an effect on you. Medications Mm -hmm. are in your body and they're working their way through. You can't just stop them. You have Mm -hmm. to contact your doctor for that. Um, So I I just, a little caveat, I really like that you said Mm -hmm. that, like she helped you and you guys worked with it because I think that's really important that kind of sometimes we almost get this like gun ho, like we don't need help. And it's like, everybody needs help. Yeah. Yeah. Every single person, like no matter what yep. it is, we all can benefit from somebody else's help with us. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. But that was my little count. Yeah. <laughs> I agree. And, and honestly, most of the people that I health coach and some, most of my training clients are seeing therapists. Because they come to me because they want to lose weight or they want to get in shape for an event or, you know, whatever it is and whatever their goal, their health and wellness goal is. But I got to say about 90% of them are seeing a therapist and I totally acknowledge them for that because I think that when people want to make lifestyle changes, because, you know, when you're so, when you have, when you're anxious and you know, have mental health issues. I don't want to say mental health issues. It's kind of, but I know, you know, when your mental health isn't up to par, isn't where you want it to be and your physical health isn't, it's because of your lifestyle habits. And when you've been doing, when you have those habits ingrained in your subconscious for years and years and years, it's really difficult to change them. You can't Mm -hmm. just do it overnight. So I really believe that you know, it takes a team of people. Like you have to reach out to a therapist, a health coach, maybe a personal trainer and, you know, even like a medical doctor to kind of help you if you have some health issues going on, you know, and help, you know, everyone, we all together as a team can help people improve their lives. Yeah. Yeah. The guidance. Yeah. That they need. Yeah. Well, with, so, I mean, with the pandemic that's going on, like how has that affected your business at all? Like how have you transitioned? Like have you like implemented different techniques or way of going about mm-hmm. your business? Yeah, that's a great question. It's It's been, uh, the pandemic was really, really challenging. Um, I mean, most of my clients have been online. I run uh, a local company here that I used to work for that my husband works for. I run a group health coaching program for them. I started that in January and we started in person and ev- like I have a great like small group which is just the perfect size for group coaching and we were meeting in person and it was great and then I had you know a handful of personal training clients and I also health coach one on one too um which is I do a lot of that virtual like the health coaching one on one um in over Zoom anyways or over the phone just because yeah. I feel kind of funny going to a public place, like talking about personal issues, but, um, yeah. Yeah. And then I have been, was really focusing this last year on getting out in the community and offering to do free lunch and learns for businesses. And yeah, it's really cool. Um, and I love doing them, but then I had a couple scheduled and the pandemic hit and it's like no in-person, no more personal training in person. And it was like, ah, so it was a little bit of a shock to me in the beginning. I I, got to say, like I had anxiety come up again (laughs) because anxiety, I really believe that you can't, you could get control over it and minimize it, but it will never 
completely go away. Um, right. Yeah. Just because I of life, really life in general. Yeah. You know? Absolutely. It's having the right. awareness. Over exactly. It. Having the awareness mm-hmm. over it. Yep. You're totally right. Neg. Um, yeah. So that was, you know, that's been challenging. And then, um, where we currently live, how's we currently live in? There's not, because a lot of my personal trainer friends were like, Oh, we'll just do virtual personal training. Well, the house that yeah. we live in, it's not very conducive for that. So mm-hmm. I kind of just, I, it's all about, I, I, so when I had a little emotional breakdown one night, when the pandemic first hit, I was talking to Scott, that's my husband. I, I was talking to Scott, I was like, all right, what can I do now with my time? How can I help people, you know, improve their fitness and, or improve their health? And what can I do now to help people during this weird ass time in, yeah. you know, in the world? And, and so really just focusing on other projects. I'm working on a online fitness program too, that people can, you know, just buy once, just pay for it once. And, you know, cause I, I benefited from, um, online fitness videos or just fitness videos in general, not necessarily online, yeah. but I love those because you just, yeah. Same. Like I would just yeah. pop the DVD in, you know, back in the day when, yeah. when we had DVD yeah. players. <laughs> wow. That's awesome. So is that live yet or is that? Not yet. I'm still working on programming the workouts and also filming it. That's the other thing is like I had a place in my, um, I'm going to film at my in-laws house, but that's kind of tricky too, you know, kind of challenging at this time because we don't want to invade their space too much. And and we're building our camper van right now. Mm -hmm. So you guys are going to live in camper for a little while? Okay. Awesome. That's going to be so cool. Are you guys going to travel around the state? Like, um, yeah, eventually. United States? Eventually. That's the, that's the goal. Do that for a while. And then, yeah. 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 It's that's a lot awesome. of fun. A lot of work right now. But I'm curious, like, even with, like, you know, building this virtual fitness and building the sprinter van and getting that already, like, um, sometimes – And I've been trying to, like, I feel like Heike and I have been, like, touching on it, too, a little bit, even in our personal conversations of, like, like, we'll have, like, these bouts of anxiety, and it's, like, but is it just excitement? Yeah. Is it just excitement? Is it, like, because it, sometimes they feel so much the same, but our Mm -hmm. brains are, like, whoa, that's not a good feeling. You are Mm -hmm. in danger. Yeah, (laughs) Yeah. exactly. And our, you know, it's embedded in our in our DNA and our genetics to, um, you know, we have the fight or flight response that our ancestors have had mm-hmm. for thousands and millions of years, because it's like when they were right. being attacked, mm-hmm. you know, or chased by an animal, they yeah. then they needed that. They needed that adrenaline rush. Yeah. Um, but nowadays it's like, yeah, right. our lives technically aren't in danger. So, um, but yeah, that's exactly it. And so when I didn't know this at the time, but when I had gone to my general practitioner like 20 years ago, after we had just gotten engaged and I had all that anxiety and was all of a sudden depressed, I'm like, okay, something's not right. And then I stayed in the relationship for another two yeah. years. And then, but looking back, I'm like, well, oh, wow. that anxiety was bad. That was my body telling me something's not right and that you shouldn't mm-hmm. be in this relationship. 
but things like, Mm -hmm. oh my God, we're going to live in this van. Like it's crazy. It sounds so crazy, Mm -hmm. you know, to do it. But on the other (laughs) hand, it's like, ooh, it's so exciting. Like it's fun and something new Mm -hmm. and nothing bad is going to happen. You know, we're going to survive. And if it doesn't work out, we go find somewhere else to live. And that's where it's like, okay, this is a good anxiety. This Mm -hmm. is a good anxious feeling. Yeah. 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 No, I like that. Yeah. It's so important to like know the difference Mm -hmm. between bad and good. It's good to be anxious about new things. You're like, oh, this is new, but it's going to be good. I was just going to say like, what are like, you know, um, I just kind of want to touch on Whole Foods and like what mm-hmm. what that is for you and um, just kind of touch on primal health and what that means. And I want to like have our listeners really understand that. Mm-hmm. I think it's really interesting. Yeah. Um, so first of all, primal health coach, my primal health coach certification marks this in. I'm, if anyone who's in, into in like the keto paleo primal sphere will probably know about Mark Sisson. He's one of the early adapters to the paleo keto, keto, paleo keto lifestyle. And so he wrote this book in 2008, I think it was uh, called primal blueprint. So he kind of put his own spin on the paleo diet lifestyle, whatever you want to call it. Um, And that's actually who my husband introduced me to uh, in the beginning. That's who he followed. He's been, Mark has had his, Mark Sisson has had his blog. I think he started in 2006 and Scott started following him in 2008. So in 2012, mm -hmm, yeah. yeah. So Scott was like, well, just read, Mark wrote this other book called The 21 Day Total Body Transformation, which is like a really condensed version of the Primal Blueprint. so I read that actually, my husband, he, at that point he had gone on vacation. He's like, here, just read this book. And when we, this is when we first started dating, read this book. And I read it cover to cover the first, the whole week he was gone. And that's when he came back, that's when I was like, all right, I'm on board. Just teach me, teach me the way, you know? <laughs> and, um, yeah, so it's really all about, so anyways, that's who I got my certification through was his program. He mm. developed a, a health coach certification because I wanted to get one, but there wasn't one out there that really followed the paleo primal lifestyle um, and ancestral yeah. and it's health. It's like you might as well go to the, might as well go to the Yeah, source. exactly. Exactly. So his, his certification has been around for almost five years now. And I, within the first month I signed up and started the program because I just was like, this is it. Um, So yeah, so it's really, so really it's all about um, like eating whole real food. So whole real food is like vegetables, like anything you could find in nature, basically. So anything that comes from the ground grows on a tree. Um, We really focus on the higher quality meats. So like grass fed beef, grass-fed bison, pasture-raised eggs from pasture-raised chickens, meaning they just have, you know, they feed on the grass, they eat bugs and the insects, you know, they feed on what they should be eating rather than actual, like, man-made feed. (laughs) Yeah, man-made food. Yeah. Um, 
And so just eating basically no prepackaged food. I know sometimes vegetables and stuff and meat is, is packaged technically, but not the processed food yeah. where you have to read the nutrition label and there's like 20 ingredients in it. Such yeah, you can't even pronounce yeah. half of them. Um, you know, so yeah, so really just focusing on we eat a lot of vegetables, you know, wild fat or wild caught seafood too. So we eat a lot of wild caught salmon. That's probably one of the healthiest fishes, I think, in my opinion, to eat because yeah. it's strong, it's high in omega 3 fatty acids. And um, so, and that helps a lot too with anxiety. That helps minimize your anxiety to those fatty acids. Um, so really just eating meat and vegetables. That's pretty much what we, I mean, I love that. we do eat. Yeah. It's like, it, no, it's just like crazy. Cause it's, it just, it's, it's mm -hmm. like so simple when you say it, like just meat and vegetables, but it does seem so far away from what I feel like the, maybe a lot of the typical mm -hmm. American diet is because we mm -hmm. have so much yep. processed, which is like, it, it's just baffling and crazy to me. Cause I've definitely, it's almost like, um, well, I was vegetarian for a while, so I wasn't eating meat, but before I was vegetarian, man, I could get down mm -hmm. on some red meat. <laughs> like it's crazy, but I've always loved vegetables. Yeah. Um, but sometimes it's like, it's, I feel like our brains are wired and it's easier for us to like go for the, I'll just get some sort of takeout or I'll go and just mm -hmm. grab this one little thing from the store. And it's the package thing. That's, it's like the amount of time that it took to go to the store. Yeah. I, I know. I think about that too, Neg, like, okay, could I have just whipped up something really quick? So we, in our house, we're really, well, not so much my husband, because I do a lot of the food planning, mostly because I love to cook, like I said before. But I really, like I was just at Costco last week doing my monthly Costco run, and I found these already cooked grass-fed beef burger, beef patties, and some already cooked um, grass-fed, I think it was sirloin. So it was seasoned, clean, clean ingredients. So it was just meat and some seasoning. And so I bought them and I was like, these are great for when we're, you know, it's the end of the day. We've been working on the van all day. We don't feel like cooking. Uh, mm -hmm. We just heat them up and, you know, on the stovetop or pop them in the microwave yeah. real quick. And we have dinner in 10 minutes, you know, and we could steam up some veggies or saute up some veggies yeah. and, you know. I think that that's actually such an important point is that there are, mm -hmm. there are packaged items like that mm -hmm. where it is good. Um, would you say like you have certain stores too that you go to that for like certain things, like would Costco be one that you're like, all right, I buy most of my meat from here and, or from this source. And then I go and just do my veggies from this one source. And cause we have a friend, Jess, like I feel like mm -hmm. she's really good at like, just navigating like different stores for different things, even if it's like price point stuff, if I'm, if I'm not speaking out of queue, but um, yeah, it's, it's really interesting. Cause I, mm -hmm. it's like the, just planning it out a little bit, which I'm not good at. Like I wish yeah, I was good at like uh, proper, like deciding like 
like, do you have a menu kind of thing? Like where you're like, this is what we're having for dinner on these nights or how does that work in your guys's house? Yeah, that's what I do basically is I plan the meals for the week. Sometimes I'm not, I'm not really good at it. Um, but it's, it's re- it was really helpful when I was working outside the home before mm-hmm. I started practicing health coaching full time because, you know, I come home from work and I'm tired, Yeah, you know, and I don't want to make another decision because we, there literally is something as decision fatigue where yeah. we get to a point in our day where we literally cannot make another decision. It's just so difficult. It takes way too much energy to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would just plan the meals. And so for example, and I'd look at the week, like, what do we have going on this next week? Okay, well, for example, ex- today, actually tonight, the night, the day that we're recording this is I have my group coaching session with my, my corporate group coaching session. So we call those nights bachelor nights where we're on our own. We get to fend for ourselves. And my husband makes his typical bacon and eggs for dinner. <laughs> um, so I, you know, so that night it's like, all right, that's kind of a free for all. We're both on our own. But the other nights it's like, okay. And this week, since it's so hot, okay, what can I make in the instant pot? You yeah. know, where it's not going to totally heat up the kitchen. I'm avoiding turning on the stovetop mm-hmm. and especially the oven, the stovetop, not yeah. so much, but the oven definitely in the heat when I avoid that. So I kind of, yeah, yeah, plan that. And then like, okay, well, you know, is Scott getting home late from work one night? You know, what can I do to make sure, you know, what can I make that simple and easy? And so, yeah, I do plan that. And uh, we buy most of our meat from Costco. We get our wild caught salmon from there. Uh, We have a big stand up freezer in our garage. So we kind of just store as much. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yep. And so we get a lot of our meat from there. And then eggs we get at just Gelson's down the street or Sprouts. You know, if I'm in the neighborhood of yeah. Sprouts, I'll pop in there. They have some really good deals too. Sprouts is actually very reasonable. Um, yeah, I think so too. Yeah. Yeah. I was just going to ask because, you know, sometimes you know, our listeners or just everyone in the world can't afford the healthy foods because unfortunately healthy food has to be expensive, which is really unfortunate. Do you have any tips or guidance for our listeners if they want to start eating clean and healthy that they can buy at a reasonable price? Yeah. There's so many things that you could do. Um, like, I I really encourage people just to start small and simple, like what's within your ability. So Mm -hmm. sometimes it's just replacing your lunches with salads every day. You know, you could buy a bin of spring mix at Sprouts or Vons or Ralph's for $5. And that could be a week of salads for your salad base and, you know, buy some protein if you want, buy a bottle of olive oil for your dressing and vinegar if you want, if you like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, a bottle of a $12 bottle of olive oil will last you, I don't know, a couple months. So, oh. yeah, because you just drizzle yeah. a little bit on there. Um, so, really starting out small and, like I said, within your ability, what you can financially. But another idea is, to cut yeah. something out, 
Like, are you spending money on soda? Mm. You know, soda's cheap. So you'll save, you're not going to save a lot of money, but you're still going to be saving some money. It's a starting point. And you're going to be improving your health at the same time. And really, I really encourage people to like, sit down and like, go over your finances. You know, like, and Mm -hmm. I I always um, track our spending on our food. Because I kind of like to see it's something that's the analytical part of my brain. I kind of like to see what's that? Yes, exactly. Exactly. Where it's like, Oh, I want to see where we're spending. And that way, also, when we when we're like, all right, now let's start cutting back on some things financially. We know where to cut back. Um, but yeah, just doing that and uh, really evaluating, like, um, like where can you save money? Are like, are you getting drinks at Coffee Bean or Starbucks or, you know, then it's because so many people are like, oh, I yeah. can't afford to eat healthy, and it's like I get that. I totally get it. The system is so messed up like the crappy processed food are the foods that are subsidized by the government rather than the fresh food and i get it it just it's backwards Mm -hmm. it's upside down um yeah so i i get that um so really just starting small and and even just adding vegetables to your meal like swapping out the bread for the vegetables yeah i love that you know just starting there and just really figuring mm-hmm. out where you can start and where you want to start but bread's so good <laughs> i know i know uh, trust me i love bread i'm a sucker for sourdough me bread oh, so. yes yes yep. sourdough. yeah i think mm-hmm. um one thing too well because when i was living on my own i would pretty much like I would just go to the store like after work and buy something to make that night or, you know, buy a quick thing. And I was spending so much money at the grocery store. Like I, my own, I, one day when I looked at my finances, I was like, holy shit, I live by myself. How do I like spend so much money? And I actually just started with, um, our, one of our local farms here in town doing like a farm share box where like for a family size of food, it costs $35 a week, which, you know, like I live with somebody now and we do have like his sister that comes and stays too. And so it's like so much food for $35 from the farm. And, and I just think like, wow, like I used to like if I, cause I never really like used to go to the store with a shopping uh, list. Like I would just kind of pick, pick, pick. And I'd end up being like, fuck, I just spent so much money for no reason. <laughs> like what just happened? Um, so I feel like, yeah, like evaluating your finances on that and seeing where you are spending your money is such an eye opener. Cause sometimes you don't even realize like where your money is going until mm-hmm. you really like sit down to like look at it yeah it's scary (laughs) yeah it is like yeah to add to your vegetable box in the beginning of the pandemic pandemic jake and i my boyfriend and i were getting the csa box from down the street uh a coffee shop would um sell these boxes and i'd get a whole box of vegetables for 25 dollars. and i was like this could feed a family of like five but it was just great because also I love those boxes too because it had vegetables in it that I never would have thought mm. to pick up at the grocery yeah. store. And I was like, I oh, love look, that too. Like, 
I'm going to experiment with these new, like, I like, love, what is like, this? Yeah. Like I always have to have dill in my refrigerator now because like dill was in the box and I have lo- found this love for fennel. It was just like mm-hmm. so fun to start experimenting with different vegetables that I was like, oh wow. Like I never would have thought to pick this up. Cause I was like, probably like, I don't know what this is or like scared to like try it, you know? Cause I was like, how do I even make a meal out of this? But yeah, mm-hmm. I wish those boxes were like around more mm-hmm. for everyone. Yeah. Now like easier access. Yeah. That's a great point too. And those, so not only are you eating healthier, but you're saving money probably and you're helping out local mm-hmm. businesses. You're stimulating the local economy, yes. which right now I, f- I feel is more important than ever. I agree. So that's, yeah, that's fantastic. Yeah. 100%. Yep. And we, a friend of ours, they, we went over there for, to their house for dinner. This was one of the times when we went over there like a year or so ago. And my friend, our friend Vanessa was like, there's just two of them in the house. And she's like, we get the CSA box and we have way too many vegetables. Can you and Scott just take some off my hands and eat them in the next few days? Cause there's no way we're going to eat all this. And you really get more um, shopping at farmer's markets you know, are mm-hmm. really, are, is a really great way to save money on healthy foods. So, um, yeah, that's so and true. You know, and you know what you're getting there is not going to be filled with additives mm-hmm. and preservatives and all the yep. junk that you find at the grocery store. Isn't it like the, a rule when you go to the grocery store to just like shop the mm-hmm. perimeter of the market and all the bad stuff is in there? Yeah. Yeah, exactly. My first health coaching client, he was living with his dad at the time. And he's like, Melissa, I like, can you teach me how to shop at the grocery store? I don't know how to go to the grocery store. Like, what do I buy? And, um, and it was so fun. So we went and spent like an hour at the grocery at Trader Joe's, just walking around. And I was, okay, you know, you shop on the perimeter, but if you do buy packaged food, this is what you want to look for on the label. And, um, yeah. So really being like being strategic about your grocery shopping, you know, and planning your meals and making a grocery list. And I I know it's not for everyone. It's not everyone's personality type. So really just finding something that works for you. Yeah. Yeah, it takes time, but once you get there, you're like, okay, this is like so easy. I should have yeah. been doing this. Exactly. Yeah, exactly. It, yeah. Like if it brings ease to your life. Yeah. And that's one thing, yeah. you know, where working with a coach, you know, and this is like with any area of your life, whether it be a business coach, financial coach, you know, health coach, anyone is. Like my, my role isn't, my job isn't to tell people, tell my clients what to do. My job is to ask the right questions so they could figure out what's best for them. And, you know, cause it's, and, and it's true, you know, you're, everyone's the expert in their own life. You know, they know you, we all know ourselves best and we know how we operate. And if you don't, then I'll help you learn, you know, give you some guidance. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So they can gu- guide them through a process of learning how they operate and what works for them. So, um, but also another thing with the food is really kind of thinking like taking 
And this may be one of the things on the bottom of the list, you know, to help figure out how to start incorporating healthier food into your eating style is think about like if you're on medication, you know, you're buying, you have to buy processed food because it's cheap, Mm -hmm. but you're on this medication and you're going to the doctor frequently. Like how much money are you spending on that? Mm -hmm. You know, figure out a way in the long run, you're going to spend way more money on medical bills. Yeah than on eating whole food. And also, once you start eating whole food, you actually, sometimes you end up eating less. So mm-hmm. your food budget either stays the same, or it may even go down a little bit because you're, you're feeling fuller. Your body's yeah. satisfied longer because it's yeah. able to, it, it, you're feeding it the fuel that it really wants and that it really needs so you can go uh, longer periods without eating. That's true. I mean, I definitely notice like if I have chips or something like that, I'm like, I'm still hungry. I yeah. can yep. go for something else right now. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I, I'm guilty of it too. I am totally guilty of it. I literally, I mean, right now I'm just like addicted to fruits. Like I can't stop eating fruit. And I'm not talking about just like one or two a day. Like I mean, I like go, I buy my CSA or I get my CSA box, but then I also go and buy more fruit because I don't think that they put enough fruit in it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm either going to end up with diabetes. Well, <laughs> I'm not sure about that, but I don't know. Like all the sugar. <laughs> but thankfully I haven't, like, I used to have the gnarliest sweet tooth, mm-hmm. like where I could not let go of chocolate Me too. and things like that. But this it's been replaced by fruit for now and I'm like I'll take it yeah it's okay with me well that you know what Neg that's way better anyways because your body processes processes it differently in a better way more efficiently and you're getting nutrients from it maybe that's what your body needs and what your baby needs right now too Mm -hmm. yeah that's what I was looking up like that it can sometimes just be like desire for like vitamin c and folic acid and tomatoes. Yeah. The folic acid for sure. For sure. I've heard that, um, you know, there's high folic acid in prenatal vitamins. So Mm -hmm. it also helps your, yeah. So it's interesting listening to your body. And that's, you know what, that's one of the things that I teach my clients is to just listen to your body. You know, like, you know, if you're, you know, about to, you know, start your cycle and you're craving all this carbs and sugary food, it's like, well, maybe eat some sweet potatoes or some more fruit, you know, Mm -hmm. rather than going for the junky processed food and you're still satisfying that craving. And question also, what is like, is, do you have a strategy as far as like the, you know, it's either like three meals a day you hear or like snack all day. Like, do you have a kind of like regimen on like, I eat three meals a day, but I also make sure to have little snacks throughout to like regulate blood sugar or whatnot. Like how does that work? Yeah, that's a really good question because there's so much like mixed information out there. Um, I am a firm believer going back to the intuitive eating, you know, that we were just talking about is really focusing on your hunger levels, like really getting in tune with like asking yourself, am I actually hungry right now? So I, for example, sometimes I eat breakfast, sometimes I don't. Um, I'm a big fan of intermittent fasting. If 
you, if your body can handle it, um, if it's right for you, it's more difficult for women because our hormones are so like up and down and just fluctuating more than a man's does. Exactly. Exactly. Um, so what I usually do is I'll wake up in the morning we always have coffee together in the morning. I'll drink some water. Water is the first thing I drink. I have a glass of water sitting next to my bed and just to rehydrate um, from not drinking anything for eight, nine, sometimes even 10 hours. I try, I try to cut off my water intake at like seven or seven 30 at night. Cause I just have to get up yeah. mm-hmm. and use the bathroom too much. So I try. So the second I get up in the morning, I usually drink water pretty consistently um, up until like seven or seven 30 at night. Um, so I'll get up and, and we'll have coffee and kind of have a nice kind of quiet morning together. And then sometimes, you know, most of the time I'll work out in the morning. And then if I'm hungry, I'll eat something. If I'm not, I'll just open my laptop and start working, doing whatever I need to do. And then just eat when I'm hungry, yeah. you know. Um, and then we usually have dinner at about 7 o'clock at night. Um, And then, so we'll spend like half hour having a nice dinner together. And then usually we'll have some dark chocolate for dessert. And then usually by 8.30, we like to like not eat anything after 8.30 um, at night. And sometimes I snack in between. Sometimes I don't. Yeah. Um, So my my eating style is not very regimented. I just kind of go with the flow. Which is good. I feel like that's like. Because you listen to yourself. Mm-hmm. You listen mm-hmm. to your body. You're like, okay, I'm hungry. I'm going to eat. Okay, I'm not hungry. I'm not going to eat. Like, yep. That's great. Yeah. 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 It's, it's definitely was a big adjustment though when I first started this lifestyle, this eating style, because I, before I got really in tune with my body and started, and started incorporating intermittent fasting, I would wake up, get myself together. And eat breakfast before I went to work, no matter what. But most of the time, I was hungry, also. And then I'd eat lunch yeah. on my lunch break, and then have dinner when I got home, and and have snacks in between because I thought, oh, I got to get keep my metabolism going, and mm-hmm. that's what I learned. And then um, what I had to retrain my brain with was, you know, like te- educating myself, like our metabolisms need a break. You know, they need like several hours to do what they need to do, to do their job, basically. And when we, when we fast, when we, when we intermittent fast, that's our body's way of kind of taking the trash out. So getting rid mm-hmm. of all the toxic toxins in our, in our body. Yeah. I like that. Listening to your body. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like every person's body is different. So like yeah. listening to your own. Well, I love that. And I think this is perfect way to end, like listening to your body. And mm-hmm. do you want to tell our listeners where they could find you and plug in all your social media websites? and everything? Yeah. So my website is melissaking.net. And I'm on Instagram over, it's uh, at Melissa KHBK. And we'll plug all of that stuff too in our show notes as well for listeners. Thanks so much yeah. for coming on. This was such a lovely conversation. Yeah, thank you. you. This was fun. Yeah. It was yeah. so much fun.